0: This episode of Grow Getters is brought to you by the Grow Getters Growth Hacks newsletter. Subscribe at growgetterspodcast.com for your regular fix of hands-on hacks for business babes.
1: Hey guys, welcome to Grow Getters, the future skills podcast for smart women in business. Whether you're crushing it in your career, you've got a super side gig, or you're a female founder, we've got your backs. Today, we're going to cover ways to monetize your content and package up your talents. Now, you might be wondering, hasn't this topic been done to death? Well, no. Due to COVID, many industries have had to completely reinvent themselves to stay afloat. It's now six months since the majority of the world was put into lockdown, and now we can see the innovations and new ways industries are capitalizing on digital technologies. So today, we're going to cover what OnlyFans is and how you can use it for your business without becoming an amateur porn star. We'll also uncover another powerful platform you can start using today to monetize your content. So if you want to make some extra cashola, stay tuned to find out more. But before we get stuck into it, Tan, is there anything you've come across this week that's really inspired you?
0: There certainly is, Tiffany. This week, I wanted to share something that continues to inspire me, which is you, our listeners. Thank you to every single one of you. If it wasn't for all of you amazing people, Tiffany and I wouldn't be here every single week creating content for you that hopefully adds value to your careers and also helps you get closer to living your true purpose. So this week, I would love to share a voice message that we received from listener Carly. So she listened to our episode on Lean Startup and used some of our tips to help her land a job, which is absolutely amazing. Mm. So she is now a scrum master working for an amazing company. So here we go. Here's Carly. Hi ladies, I just listened to the WTF as Lean Startup podcast and I have to tell you, it really helped me prep for my last job interview. Short, fun, easy to digest and really useful info that had me drop in all those buzzwords during my interview. And it also helped me build my personal brand and my professional online profile. Uh, And it must be working because I have lots of people looking at my profile online. So thank you. How awesome is that? Congratulations, Carly, and we wish you all the best in your new job. So what about you, Tiff? What's inspired you this week?
1: I actually watched The Social Dilemma and it's been booming on social media actually which is quite an interesting thing and an interesting reco for this week considering the podcast topic today the documentary explores the dangerous human impacts of using social networks and what makes it even more powerful are the tech experts that are interviewed are some of the founding fathers for some of the most important innovations we're using today like twitter Facebook Instagram etc and what these guys are doing they're sounding the alarm on their own creations so the doco is set in the dark underbelly of Silicon Valley and it fuses an investigative journalism or a documentary style with a narrative or a kind of like a you know a interesting dramatic narrative style and the inventors of the continuous scroll, Google Drive, the first guy that headed monetization for Facebook, and there's so many other people in the, in the documentary who are interviewed, they talk about why we need to be cautious of social networks. I know we're all on social networks, but one of my main takeaways from this documentary, watching it, was whatever we're served up on social media, we need to be critical about. Whatever video we watch, whatever post we're sharing or whatever post we're receiving, we need to look at who is the source behind this this uh, this post or this video. And, uh, and really looking at the source, we can sift through the hoaxes, we can sift through the fake news and the made-up news to find real, researched and reliable info. So I don't want to give too much away, but please check out this doco. It's got eight to nine stars on all the important platforms like you know imdb or on tomatoes or whatever else but it is one to watch and one to be informed about
0: it sounds really cool but also very creepy did a lot of these tech founders or the ones that created some of these key functionalities like isn't one didn't one guy wasn't he credited with doing the like button on facebook yeah i mean have these kind of functionalities or features or products turned into Frankenstein's monster a
1: little bit? A little bit. Uh, he said that the like button was literally just to share the love on on posts. And now it's become a, its own monster. It's I a mean,
0: social currency.
1: It is. And I think we have to be really mindful, especially for the younger generation to, to know, okay, this is a social platform. It's not your entire life. And if you can use social networks or social media in a smart way, if it's for your business or if it's to connect but not to get absorbed and addicted okay. to it, it's really a hard balance. I, I think it's one for us to cover in, a, in another episode.
0: Absolutely. What a hot topic. hmm
1: So ladies, let's get into our episode. We've said this before, but we'll say it again. This year's COVID pandemic has completely shifted the way we do business. With millions of people around the world out of work or looking for new ways to earn money, this is an interesting time. Every industry where people are in contact with other people has changed. One-on-one personal interactions have been limited due to social distancing, so body workers, healers, sex workers, coaches, personal trainers, musicians, dancers, and the list goes on, have had to look for online ways to make a living. Today we're going to cover the phenomenon of OnlyFans and look at how the sex industry has jumped on this platform in this time of need Um, but not only the sex industry, many other industries. OnlyFans has changed sex work forever and has put X-rated entertainment in the hands of its creators. Some deem OnlyFans as a paywall for porn but actually it started in 2016 as a social network. It allows creators to monetize their content by selling directly to fans for the cost of a monthly subscription. Instagram has boomed over the last five years. And as you know, the platform allows people to create content for free. There is a huge number of models and soft porn accounts on Insta. I'm not sure if you know that. I'm sure you do. But Insta doesn't allow nudity or the word sex.
0: But guys, before you tune out, this episode is not about how to become an amateur porn star and use OnlyFans to create revenue through selling your Body and other ways. Booty. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. We are going to take you through the ways that you can use platforms like OnlyFans to promote, create, and monetize your own content. So going back to OnlyFans and how it got started – Tim Stokely, who's the founder of OnlyFans, built this site after building his previous startup, GlamWorship.com, which was, in fact, a BDSM fetish site. Interesting. So he wanted to find a way for influencers to directly monetize their content and not just give it away for free. So back in 2016, he actually intended it to be similar to Instagram or Twitter, except that fans and followers would have to pay a monthly subscription to view the influencers' content and interact with them. So he kind of envisioned it to be a natural-born bolt-on to the influencer's existing social media community. So their traditional free feed on Instagram or Twitter could also promote and drive traffic to the subscription-only feed on OnlyFans. The idea was that 80% of the fees collected would go to the provider, that's the influencer, the content creator, and 20% would go to OnlyFans, which is roughly the same arrangement Uber has with its drivers, except that OnlyFans didn't dictate the prices they could charge. So a New York Times article covered the journey of one of the rising stars on OnlyFans, Danny Harwood. So she's one of the top earners on OnlyFans, where subscribers who are mostly male, straight, and also gay and beyond, many niches, they actually pay models and social media influencers a fee, generally between five to 20 US dollars a month to view a feed of imagery that can be deemed a little bit too racy for Instagram. So with that access, subscribers can also direct message and tip to get pictures or videos created on demand according to their tastes. So models who join the site often presume that their subscribers will increase in number if they post more often and make the content at times more explicit. The more often part is true, but the more explicit part is not. So at a time when anyone with a smartphone or small studio can become his or her own pornographer and content is often free, the hottest side in the adult entertainment industry is dominated by providers who show fewer sex acts and charge increasing fees depending on how creative the requests get.
1: So just to quote this article that Tanya mentioned, Miss Harwood was one of the first 10 models on the platform and she started off with $257 in the first month. And as the site enabled more features, she became more creative. So she introduced theme days like Mistress Mondays or Dare Danny Tuesdays in a bid for more of her followers to watch what she was doing. And this was how she kind of got her following and built her following. So I think this is one feature. You don't have to be a porn star to use these things. You have to think creatively how you create your content. Do you do theme days? Do you do interactions? Do you do behind the scenes? So just to look at how much she made. Last year in August, she made $29,000. In September, $34,000. In October, $52,000. So this is huge i mean are you making that much money off instagram right now this is a big question OnlyFans is a really interesting way to monetize content and i'm really interested to see how it goes in the future
0: and it seems as though the reason it's becoming so successful and even moving away from the pornography niche is because it allows a level of intimacy that instagram and twitter and facebook just simply cannot allow for So I think it's the direct messaging option, for example. This is direct contact with your fans. And with that comes a lot of expectations. So if people are paying a regular subscription fee, it means that there will be and is an expectation to deliver daily content in many ways. So... Although OnlyFans has brilliantly capitalized off the life's work of pornographers and exhibitionists, (laughs) its founder Stokely is eager to take OnlyFans out of the pornography niche and make it a platform for all sorts of influencers and audiences. And that's exactly what is happening right now. And that is what we want to talk to you about today. So in the wake of the coronavirus epidemic, the content sharing platform OnlyFans has absolutely exploded in popularity, seeing a 75% increase in signups in recent weeks and acquiring 170,000 new users per day. It's also the subject of a shout out from none other than Beyonce in her remix of Megan the Stallion Savage, as well as influencers like Caroline Calloway. And as well as our all-time fave, Cardi B, she's also just joined OnlyFans as a way to further monetize her content by selling directly to her fan base. So the top content creators on there are no longer sex workers and amateur pornographers, but actually celebrities and YouTubers. So we can definitely see a trend that OnlyFans is widening its scope and becoming a bit more
1: mainstream. And every platform that experiences rapid growth goes through growing pains. And that's what we can see right now happening on OnlyFans. Last night, I followed OnlyFans Insta to stay up to date with the platform. And by this morning, I had 10 DMs asking me to share my picture, which I quickly blocked all requests and I didn't want to interact with anything like that. But what fascinates me is that this platform will evolve and most likely become less sexy and less about porn and showing off, but actually more about general content creation and value creation. The sleazy DMs and the rando follows hopefully will slow down and when the platform of the culture changes. So let's look into the future and see how we can monetize our content on OnlyFans and other similar platforms at our disposal. So starting with OnlyFans, once you go through the process of setting up your OnlyFans account, which has to be approved, you have to show your ID to verify you're actually a human. It's time to start posting content on your feed. Whenever a fan sees your profile, they can see the number of photos, videos, audio, likes, and fans you have. Since your fans are paying for access to your content, you wanna make sure that you have a reasonable amount of content available. OnlyFans gives you a wide range of posting options. Your monthly subscription fee is not the only way you can make money on OnlyFans. You can make money through tips and pay-per-view, which is PPV, content. Here are some of the ways you can make money on this platform.
0: Number one, like Tiffany said, is ask for tips. So fans can send you tips by clicking the dollar icon under your posts, or they can tip you through personal messages. If you post high quality content, don't be afraid to ask your fans to like your posts and tip you if they enjoy your content. Number two, sell custom content using tips and pay-per-view PPV messages sell items in exchange for a tip you can sell both digital content and physical goods this way so for example you could sell workout plans meal plans physical recipe books photos videos products you own and want to sell to your fans and so much more so when selling on OnlyFans, create a tip menu and list your items for sale plus the tip fee so To illustrate this in a non-porn environment, (laughs) here is an example of how a fitness instructor or personal trainer can use OnlyFans tip feature. You could sell your workout routines and meal plans in multiple ways by creating a tip menu. And your tip menu could look like this. Purchase my standard seven-day meal plan for $20 or my weekly workout routine for $25. Or maybe there's a branded workout T-shirt and you can sell it for $10. Or if you're feeling super keen, then why not create a workout bag and sell it for $15? So that kind of gives you an idea of how a tip menu can be structured. But please do note that if you are selling digital products, keep them in specific document folders so you can quickly upload and send them to your fans after they receive their order. And when selling physical products, try and stick to a small lightweight option that is relatively inexpensive to post. So guys, essentially OnlyFans is a monetization platform you should definitely think about exploring and is definitely one to watch. Yes, right now it is, has very high connotations with amateur porn and sex, but please remember only 12 months ago, TikTok was just a little platform for tweenies miming to music videos and look where it is now.
1: And another similar platform... Not on the sex side, but it is a similar platform, is Patreon. Patreon is a way to get paid for creating things that you're already creating, like comics, illustrations, videos, songs, articles, whatever. Fans can pay a few dollars or euros per month or per post you release. Like OnlyFans, you can choose a paid monthly membership or anytime you release something. The idea of patronage stems back to William Shakespeare and the incredible artists and creators of this time. Back then, it was very noble and notable to support people that created unique and exquisite experiences. Patreon is an awesome platform, and I have many friends, you know, musicians and creatives that have their own Patreon page. And since the start of this epidemic, this platform has given creatives a way to continue making money. With gigs, concerts, and events being cancelled, individuals that used to make money in the flesh have now reverted to digital means. So if you're creative in any kind, you can make Kishola on Patreon. In some ways it's like an ongoing Kickstarter. You just need to create a Patreon page and set a financial or project goal for your work. You can decide how much your subscription fee will be and then go over to your social networks and let your fans know. So guys, that's
0: all from us today. If you enjoyed this episode and want to dive deeper into this topic of content monetization through these new and emerging platforms such as OnlyFans and Patreon, please do send us a DM as we would love to hear from you and get your feedback. And if you want to absolutely smash it in your career and future-proof yourself with the most up-to-date and in-demand skills, Please subscribe and follow us wherever you get your potties to stay up to date with our weekly eps on all the latest tools, tips and trends to help you grow. And, of course, please also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, five stars no less. As we are an independent podcast, we would truly appreciate this support. And don't forget to join us on the gram at Grow getters Podcast. We would love if you can share a screenshot of the podcast to your Insta stories and tag us so more brilliant GrowGetters can find us on the gram. Chat to you next week, guys, and let's get growing.